What's up, my friends? I'm Michael Hoffman. Welcome back to the Launch Into Freedom podcast. This is episode number 41. And today we're gonna switch things up a little bit. Because I don't have my own interview here or a solo episode for you. Today, I want to share with you an interview I did in a Facebook group called Copywriting for Coaches and Course Creators. I was talking to the wonderful Megan Lohr, and we talked about all things Facebook ads and how they intertwine with copywriting and why it is so important to actually write good copy to have successful Facebook ads. So if you are a coach or a online course creator, and if you're a health and wellness expert who works online, you most likely fall into these two categories, then I would highly recommend to check out the Copywriting for Coaches and Course Creators Facebook group. I'm going to link it in the show notes of this episode. And also, if you want to level up your Facebook ads and want to write Facebook ads copy that actually converts and attracts your dream clients to click on your ads, then make sure to download my free magnetic Facebook ads video training that comes with a digital worksheet and a copy template that actually shows you how I write every single ad for my clients, for my students, and inside of my agency. My clients probably will hate me for that because we actually just finished up a massive campaign with one of my bigger clients and we followed this copy template step by step by step. And I'm not sure how much I can share about this, but the ROAS, so the return on ad spend on this campaign was 13x. That means, for example, we invested $100 in the ads and we made $1,300 back. So that stuff works, the template works, the training works. So definitely make sure to grab your free copy of the worksheet, of the template and of the video training. Just go to magnet.launchintofreedom.co. That's magnet.launchintofreedom.co and download it and go through it and hit me up on Instagram and tell me how you liked it. Let's roll the theme song and then dive right into the interview that I did with Megan Lur in her Facebook group. You sometimes wonder how other experts online always almost effortlessly create six-figure launches, although you have way more knowledge, expertise, and grid, and all you hear on your launch day is crickets? In today's fast-paced society, outdated strategies like launch and they will buy don't really work anymore. Attention is the ultimate instrument of power and leverage online. More often than not, it's not the most talented or the hardest worker who stands out. It's the loudest, the one who can create the most attention who wins the game online. We are the agents of change who learn the proven pre-launch strategies used by the biggest companies in the world to build deep connections and create lasting freedom for ourselves and our audiences. My name is Michael Hoffman and you're listening to Launch Into Freedom. All right. Hello. I am with Michael here today who helps health and wellness coaches and experts leverage paid display ads on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube to spread their message and multiply their impact on their dream clients' lives. Um, and something that makes you different is that you believe that you don't have to become an expert advertiser to run successful Facebook ads. Everyone can do it as long as you understand evergreen advertising fundamentals and customer behavior. Um, which is really interesting. We definitely talk a lot about over here, like understanding customer behavior is super, super essential. But I would love to hear a little bit more about that because I feel like you don't hear that too often. People who run ads, like encouraging people that it is accessible to, to them as well. So I'd love to, to start a little bit on that. Oh, for sure. First of all, thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, and that's that's the biggest problem that I see that a lot of 
times, especially beginners, especially people that never dip their toes into Facebook ads, they're kind of scared because it looks like this big complex thing. And I mean, I get it. It's scary. Like you invest your own money. Um, like if things don't work, there is an immediate return, either positive or negative. So um, I understand where people are coming from and where this like, you know, almost fear of Facebook ads come, comes from. The issue is that a lot of times we follow these people on Facebook, we go into Facebook groups and everyone tells you, yeah, like you should probably have an expert let that do. Or you look at it and you think, okay, I don't want to deal with this. I have other stuff to do. But in the end, when you, of course, you have to understand Facebook ads a little bit, but in the end, that's a half hour YouTube tutorial where you can learn how to set up a campaign. The difference is how to run a successful campaign on Facebook ads is not that complicated because we only have to understand who our ideal customer is, what they're struggling with and what they want. And if we can put that into words and like put some creative assets like images or videos with it, then we already have pretty good chances to run a successful campaign. And I think people overcomplicate that a lot of times because we have to do remarketing and we have to do, take care of the pixel. And then you have the iOS 14 update that freaks everyone out. Mm -hmm. um, but in the end, it's, yeah, custom up psychology. We need to understand who our ideal client is, what they're struggling with and how we can help solve their problems. It's the same in building funnels. It's the same in copywriting. It's the same in every part, every discipline of marketing. And so it is in paid advertising, not just on Facebook, also on YouTube, Instagram, Pinterest, wherever you want to run ads. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. And it's so funny. We keep hearing that, like, you need to know your customer. You need to know their pain points and what they want. And it sounds so fundamental, but like you never escape the fundamentals. Like you, you are always going deeper into that. And I know people have made like the sports analogy before. Like even if you're Michael Jordan, like you still practice dribbling. Like it's, you always are coming back to those um, fundamentals and knowing it, your customer more and more deeply. So knowing your, your ideal customer, what their pain is, what they want, and being able to translate that into the right words so in addition to that, what are some other things that you are seeing that your most successful clients are doing? Like what is working out there in, in the marketplace right now? So what we have to understand is that the Facebook ads world really changed in the last yeah five months or mm -hmm. like even eight months. Like it, the changes started to roll in at, uh, at the beginning of this year um, in anticipation of this iOS 14.5 update where Apple basically gives people the option on iPhones to opt out of any kind of tracking. So basically our pixel, our Facebook pixel, the most important asset that we had as Facebook advertisers is more or less useless. Facebook found really good ways to model certain things, but it's not 100% accurate anymore. So what worked before, um, a lot of times you could just rely on Facebook. You could say, okay, I want conversions. I want people to come to my page and make a purchase. You select the conversion objective and um, Facebook will do the rest. They will do the heavy lifting. Like you basically don't have to really um, worry about a lot of like, targeting. Of course, you need to do your your homework. You need to know who you who you want to target, like your copywriting, all the fundamentals we just talked about. But Facebook on the optimization side did the heavy lifting. And that doesn't work as good anymore as it did um, in the past few years, simply because um, Facebook doesn't have enough data anymore. Facebook can't collect enough data with their pixel on the pages 
So we need to find different ways. And how do we do that? A lot of times what we see with my clients is that we need to pre-frame people. We need to educate them first on the platform. So you have a solution to a problem of your ideal client. The problem is that some of your dream clients don't even know that they have a problem at first. Then we walk into these like different levels of awareness. People don't even know that they have a problem. People know that they have a problem. So you need to identify where your dream client actually stands or where they are in their customer journey. Are they aware that there is a problem? I always like to bring up the example back pain, chronic back pain. A lot of times people go through life with chronic back pain and they don't even realize that that's a problem. They just have it for so long that for them, it's like it's a normal. normal part of their life. Yes. So you need to educate them first um, that back pain is a problem and that this is not normal. So how do you do that? Facebook gives you uh, different objectives, for example, campaign objectives, where you can reach a lot of people, where you can educate them. For example, you can run video use campaigns. You can run uh, post engagement campaigns. The benefit of those campaigns is that we don't rely on any kind of tracking outside of Facebook. The people stay on the Facebook platform and we can build custom audiences. I'm not sure how familiar your audience is with Facebook ads, but you can build custom audiences, basically buckets of people who took a certain action. They either engaged with your post, they watched a certain percentage of your video, and you can all throw them in like different buckets. And then you can take these buckets and actually run ads to these people who already showed interest in your content initially. Mm -hmm. And they're already pre-framed. They now have somewhat of an understanding of what their problem is, what the solution could be. And then you can take the next step and bring them to your landing page and have them opt in or sign up for your webinar or whatever your offer is. But I think the the concept of pre-framing people on the Facebook platform with content without having them leave the platform um, will become more and more important simply because that's one of the most reliable ways to retarget people. Yeah, that's really interesting. And I think it just reiterates like how important like that organic content is first as a foundation before you you go for the the ads um, exactly so so if just just one thing that i want to add here like a lot of times we think okay we either have to do organic or we do paid there is not like a and like together <laughs> and we're like either okay our paid traffic will kind of yeah be a disadvantage with our organic traffic but it's more of a synergy, right? Like when you have good organic content, like a good video that performs really well organically, put mm -hmm. some ad dollars behind it because then you reach more people because you know that mm -hmm. piece of content is actually good. That piece of copy that you wrote actually resonates with people. So why not push it and show it to even more people with ads? And the same, same goes the other way around. You can test way quicker with paid ads. If you are not sure which messaging angle works with your perfect audience, you can test that with Facebook ads. You put like 20 bucks behind that campaign and you find out in three days yeah. which messaging angle actually resonates the most with people. And you can use that for your sales copy. You can use that for your landing pages, for your organic content, wherever you want to use it. Yeah, that is so good. So good. Yeah, because so many people are like, well, how do I know? Or is this any good? Is this just going to flop? And it's like, well, until you put it out there and test it, you never know. Like you aren't going to, you don't make these decisions in your head necessarily. Like you put it out there and see, like allow the market to tell you. 
That's good. Um, okay. So obviously copywriting is a super important part of this to make sure we have the words to, to communicate these different angles and what's going to resonate. So how do you, um, handle copywriting in your business? Do you do it yourself? Um, do you follow templates? Is it outsourced? What does that look like for you? So we have a Facebook ads agency, um, and we basically offer our clients when they sign up that we write the copy for them. Some clients, it's it's very rare that they want to write their own copy, and we don't recommend that because a lot of times they think they know what to write, but in the end, they don't. Like What we basically require from every new client is a thorough customer research. We need to know what are, who is their ideal client. Like what we just said in the beginning, we walk every new client through this process. We need to figure out what are their challenges? What are their deepest desires? What have they tried in the past, for example, that hasn't worked and why your solution is different and why it will solve their problem. So that's something that we require from every, every client before we actually start touching any ads, because otherwise you won't get good results. That's just, I could just jump into ads manager and set up a campaign for them. But if I don't know who your ideal client is, I don't, I don't know who I'm talking to. I won't get you good results. That's just the way it works. So that's something that we require. And, um, yeah, it's very rare that clients write copy themselves because when they are at a point where they want to outsource their ads, they also don't want to deal with the copywriting for the ads. Mm -hmm. That's just, that's usually how it goes. Um, we take a lot of inspiration from like their existing sales pages, their existing websites, their existing content, um, just to keep the the tone consistent. Yeah. Like their their audience should not be able to tell that there is someone else writing their ads now. But yeah, that's usually the process that we walk everyone through before they start working with us to ensure best possible results. Yeah, that is so good. I'm so glad you said that. I'm like, this is how you know you're working with the right ad agency is if they require that thorough customer research because so many can like talk a big game, but like if you don't have that, like it's luck if you if it ends up working out well. Especially yeah. in the in the field that like the field of clients that we work with, health and wellness coaches, health and wellness experts, that field is so diverse. There are so many different different methodologies and angles and problems that people deal with. I don't want to take anything away from like e-commerce advertisers, but I feel like if you try to sell a pair of shoes, you probably don't need that thorough of a customer research than when you try to address someone who is dealing with severe autoimmune issues. Mm, yeah, yeah, it's two totally different. Uh, yeah. So it, dep- it depends on your industry. It depends who you work with. It depends on your market and on your offer. Absolutely. What are, so we talked about like what's like successfully that you see being done. But are there any common copywriting mistakes that you see people make or things to avoid or just any general tips, recommendation, advice based on your experience? Well, the biggest thing that that I teach my students and also my clients is basically um, if you want to play on Facebook's playing field, you need to play by their rules. So it means you got to stay compliant. Facebook has a big article on like what's good and what's but you're not allowed to write in your copy. That's something, if I don't write the ads for someone, that's the first thing that I refer them to, like read the policies and don't do those mistakes because Facebook is getting more and more strict with like shutting down accounts if they're not compliant with the policy. And once your account is shut down, it's very complicated to get that back up and running and you don't want to deal with this. So yeah, point one is 
um, stick to the, the compliance and, and the policies that Facebook gives out. That's pretty much also the biggest mistake that I see people make um, in the health and wellness space, especially um, the rules are so strict. Um, if you don't read the policies, then you're up for, for a wild ride with Facebook because that's going to be interesting. Um, same goes with COVID uh, related things. Um, you don't want to touch that <laughs> simply <laughs> because you never know one, how Facebook reacts to that and two, how people who see the ad react to that. Everything that's like related to COVID and getting vaccines and whatnot. I don't care what your opinion is on that, but don't put that in your ads. And then one big thing that I see all the time is that people get lost in telling stories in their ads. Mm -hmm. um, I know storytelling is a very important part of the whole customer journey and the marketing process and also in ads. But a lot of times I see ads that are like 5,000 words. There are like blog posts that you have in your Facebook feed. And the way Facebook works, people don't go on Facebook to read ads. People go on Facebook to do other stuff. They want to read um, stuff in groups. They want to check on their like niece, like yeah. their niece's new picture, like their family. They want to connect with people. And when you see an ad that doesn't, like if you have to read a full blog post to actually click on it on the ad, then the advertiser didn't do a good job. A lot of like what we see is we a lot of times keep it short, the copy, um, three, three to five paragraphs, probably. We start telling stories, but we don't, usually we don't finish them in the, in the ad because we want to keep the open loop. One massive element of advertising and customer psychology is basically curiosity, create curiosity. You want to show people what's possible. You want to show them that there is a solution to their problem. But to find out the solution to the problem, they need to click on the ad and they need to take the next step, get on your list, buy your product, whatever. So yeah, like storytelling, yes, but keep it short and keep it, keep some open loops um, to get people to click on your ad. Yeah, uh, I love that you said that because not that many people are talking about that. Everyone's just saying like, yeah, use story, use this. Um, and like, yes, yeah, storytelling is so powerful, but it could also have the opposite effect if it's too long, too wordy, it's not getting to the point. Or yeah, if you close the loop too soon, it's like, well, there's no incentive for them to, to continue on with you. So good. That's a really good, really good point. I'm I'm so happy that you said that. And then and then what about for you, your business? What you're so you are obviously at a really great place, even just from the conversation we've had. I can tell like you really <laughs> know your stuff. So what's next for you? Where do you want to go? Um, like a goal for your business, your next level? Well, we focused with the agency the last three years, I think now, basically just on done for you services. So we try to get clients and uh, do everything for them, run their ads, do their remarketing, even help them with their, their sales funnels sometimes. So it was very done for you focused. This year, I kind of shifted into more of the coaching space. So um, because what I realized is that a lot of times or not, not a lot of times, pretty much 99% of the time when I take on a new client, I have the same framework, what I go through. Sometimes I even feel bad to like ask people for money because it's so simple for me what I do. I basically just follow a template and yeah. I know it's like massive value to them and it brings them return. But for me, it wasn't like that complicated. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, 
how can I reach people that can't afford an agency service? There are a lot of people out there who are at a point where ads would make sense for them, but they can't afford spending $1,500, $2,000, $5,000 a month on an agency. Um, so how can I teach these people my frameworks, my strategies that they can then implement themselves and maybe not have like 100% of the results that we could get them. But even if they could get like 80%, 85% of the results that we could get them, that's already better than them buying three more Facebook ads courses out there and try yeah. to learn it themselves. So, um, yeah, we, we really focused on more the coaching side of things. We had a beta launch earlier this year, and we're going to launch the, the program later this year again, um, which is basically a hybrid course between um, self-study. People can learn at their own speed um, everything that we talk through, a little bit more advanced strategies. We're not going through the, the very basics, not like how to create an ad, like how is, how is on Facebook ads structured? Like you need to have that knowledge before you come in. But then we also, throughout the six weeks, they get like hands-on coaching, one-on-one -on -one coaching with me. Um, so they can set up their own campaigns, get them up and running and have like an eyes of an expert on their campaigns for six weeks um, to get them up and running. So that's the, that's the focus now. So in the next couple of years, we want to grow that part of the business um, way, way more than we, than we focused on in the past. Yeah, that's excellent. Because I think more and more people too don't want to just blindly outsource, but to have at least an understanding of it themselves. And that is really powerful to be able to, to see that. And, and a great step if they're not able to afford the done for you yet, or they just don't want to out spend that money. Yeah. I think that's a really fantastic uh, way to continue serving more people. Um, and then can tell even just from our brief conversation right here that you really know your stuff um, and you are experienced in your industry. So um, totally appreciate your, your time here today and sharing um, so many good wisdom nuggets there um, of, <laughs> of what we can do, especially with the storytelling and how to do it well. So if people are interested and want to uh, stay in touch with you, where is the best place for people to find you online? Best place is probably uh, right here on Facebook, Michael Hoffman with two N's. Um, and then also on Instagram, uh, the Michael Hoffman. Um, just shoot me a DM there, um, then we can connect there. I have a um, copy template that people can download if they want to. It's at magnet.launchintofreedom.co. Basically, a 20-minute video training where I go through the basically my framework, how I write an ad, how I write the copy for an ad. You get a, a Google Doc where there's like a template in there that I pretty much use for every ad that I write. So that's completely free. So if you want to download that, you can go there. Um, but yeah, the best way to connect with me is basically on Facebook and, and Instagram. Awesome. Perfect. I will link those up uh, in the, the description so that people can access them. And awesome. Thank you so much for your time. You're welcome. Thanks so much for having me. As we end today's podcast, I want to give a shout out to everyone who took the 30 to 60 seconds that it takes to write a written review and rate this show on Apple Podcasts, who took the time out of their day to leave feedback and comments, who showed love and also gave some more insight why this show is worth listening to. You guys mean the world to me. I appreciate you so much and I don't take your support for granted. And I think it's just fair that I give you a shout out as well. So in the next episodes, I will feature some of our favorite reviews and comments that we get on this show. So if you want to be featured on the show as well and get your shout out and maybe even your Instagram handle mentioned, make sure you head over to Apple Podcasts and leave your two cents on the show.